The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Welcome to the Comic Book Rundown. Hey everybody! How you doing? Well, you know, after the shenanigans at D&D <laughs> today, I'm doing great. Did I did I pull it off? I felt like I pulled it off. I think okay. you did a really good job. Okay. Like I thought they were going to catch on to it a lot quicker, but you know, apparently not. Especially after they burnt through f- what four spells, dude. And... <laughs> I had to drink a potion. Use one of my good potions. Oh, why'd you use a good potion? You That's all I had. Oh. And uh, they might have been suspect if I refused to do that. That's true. Although I did also have a potion of green or a, a vial of green ooze that I didn't touch. <laughs> you definitely shouldn't have drank that. I did not. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty good. Pretty pretty fun. I'm turning into a vampire, everybody. I got bit by a vampire bat like a battle ago, and the effects are just now hitting me. So. Yeah. That's fun. Ugh. But yeah. yeah. How you been? You know, uh, not too bad. I've been a little busy. I mean, you know, Grandma died, but other than that... Like... I'm sorry, what happened? <laughs> but anyways... So besides <laughs> that, downer over note... Uh, I'm, by the way, I'm going to be cutting all of that out. Uh, hey, we're... Uh, sorry, <laughs> that sucks. I apologize. She is... Was a wonderful woman. Loved her. Like, hell, the uh, the Facebook thing popped up of when we all played Cards Against Humanity, humanity. <laughs> and had her read that card. I can't remember what the card was. Oh, Just I remember numbers. exactly what it what was. Oh, yeah, it was uh, balls deep in a squealing pig while firing my shotgun into the air. <laughs> God, your grandma was awesome. Um yeah, so I just got back from Vegas. That was fun. I, lost, I heard you lost a lot of money. Uh, well, so I took 600 with me. I know we were only going to be there for four four days. Uh, I had planned 100 a day, and then the other two was just And then you blew 400 in, in the first day. No, I stuck <laughs> to 100 a day. Oh, I, nice. actually, I actually did that. Uh, Emily took 300, and then she walked away with just over 300. Nice. So she, she basically broke even. I mean, she got ahead, but she yeah. basically broke even. She, um, two different machines. One machine she won... Uh, like 120 bucks. Nice. The other machine she won 199. Uh, we just did slots. Yeah. I had a buddy who um, who was like, "Hey, like you can't just why are you playing slots? It's so boring. You don't want to lose all your money on 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 slots." Oh, I'd rather lose and all the like, money in one hand on you know fucking. That's kind of what we said. I'm like, like I I don't want to lose 25 bucks in 25 seconds on yeah, roulette. Exactly. And he uh, he he. I mean. Bless his heart. It was, it, he was, he was trying to, I'm not going to say peer pressure me, but he kind of was. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't give him peer pressure really well. No. Like, I, I don't. He, he's, he's like, yeah, it's just, you know, that's how his friends are. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like, I just, 
I'm there more for the events than I am for the gambling. Like, I, it, it now I can say I've been to Vegas exactly. to gamble. You've seen this, you've seen that, yeah. Yeah, um, one of our favorite things that we saw was Absinthe, the show that was uh, just outside of Caesar's Palace. Freaking amazing. I like to describe it as as burlesque meets um, Cirque du Soleil. And Emily will add uh, meets like comedy, like a, a stand-up. Really fun, intimate show. Uh, the 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 show itself was beautiful. The MC was you know roasting the crowd. It was just it, it was fun. It was That's a really awesome. good time. But yeah, no. So it was it was hot, but not like heat hot here in Indiana. Yeah, it was dry heat instead exactly. of the sweltering. Humid. And I just made sure to stay hydrated. Yep, and it worked out great. So Charity and I went in November, and. Uh, we ran into the same problem where, like, I, like, we play the slots because, you know. you Especially if you find, like, there's penny slots. Yeah, know. exactly. So you can, you know, you can, you know, put a dollar in or whatever and, you know, play at least twice or three times yeah. or whatever. And then, like, we were walking by, you know, like, tables and stuff and their roulette and, like, when they're, like, blackjack and stuff. And she's like, well, don't you want to play any of those? I'm like, well, no. I was like, I don't want to drop that much money at one point in time. I was like, yeah, if you win, you get a lot of money. Sure. But if you don't, then I'm out of that money and, you know. I mean, I only a took like flat. Yeah, yeah, I took a hundred and fifty with us to gamble with because okay. we weren't planning on doing a lot of gambling. Exactly. Like we went to the wax museum and saw like all the Marvel stuff and shit like that. And did you go uh, to the Marvel uh, station? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Th- that's that's my Facebook picture right now. The the Hulk hand coming out. I'm sitting in his hand. I didn't see that at the Marvel station. Uh, let's see. The. Let me see if I can. Vegas. I'd say we also went to the Zach Baggins Haunted Museum. See, we were going to go there, and all the reviews that I saw online for it were um, not good. Well, that was not there where we went. Really? You know, we walk you walk through all of like the costumes and. Oh, see, so this was at the Wax Museum. Oh, okay. Marvel... No, we no, I went. This was a, a legit like. Um, Marvel attraction thing oh. at Treasure Island. Oh yes, you know I didn't see that. Okay, it costs money. It's not, I mean, I mean so it was did, fine. So, so well, yeah, he, Matt Wax did it. Uh, but no, the Zach Baggins thing was it had a bunch of. I can understand the reviews being meh. Uh, there were times where it's like, eh, this is whatever, but like it's got a, a room for like Ed Gein and has all of his, like actually has some skin from one of his victims, um, has a pot that he was dripping everybody yeah. into. Uh, I bring up that because I'm pretty certain when we uh, left that room, I heard something. <laughs> don't know what. I heard somebody say something. So I don't know. But it was uh, it was fun. Like And the uh, the hosts there, the, the tour guides, uh, they, they said that like they, they come in every, I don't know, once a month, maybe every other month, they will change things around. So it's not the same tour every single time. Yeah. Which is good, because yeah. then it would get boring and stale. Yeah, no shit. And apparently, according to one of them, uh, Zach has got warehouses full of stuff, of haunted stuff. Must be nice. Well, you know. I mean, not to have a bunch of haunted stuff, but be just be able to afford warehouses. Afford yeah. Yeah, well, when you have a, uh, a successful TV show... <laughs> 
don't know. There are air quotes on that for anybody that uh, can't see. Look, this I is think a, ba- uh, Zach as, Baggins as, is a douchebag. As Chuck put it last time, this is a v- v- audio podcast, <laughs> not a visual podcast. Yes, but I feel like with my emphasis on the words, <laughs> you can figure out the, uh, the 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 air quotes on that. No, I think Zach Baggins is a douchebag. I always watched. I would watch early Ghost Adventures, and him and his crew, like yelling at the ghost, just never made sense to me. So that's kind of why I watched um, the, what, what was the one on sci-fi? Not go, um, the one with Taps. The one with uh, Jason and, fuck, what was it called? You don't watch a lot of ghosts. No. Stuff, the other thing I can think of is, uh, what is it called? Ghost Chasers from uh, Supernatural. <laughs> God, I haven't seen that one forever either. <laughs> oh, that bugs me. I don't remember. It was... Ah, whatever. If only you had the internet at your fingertips. Yeah, my, my phone is so far away. That's true. It's um, all the way over there. It's, it's all the way on the other side of the water that I'm drinking. That's fair. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, no bigger for fun. Um, we definitely figured out that we are a uh, Disney family. <laughs> <laughs> like, as fun as we had, we had problems day one. At, we, went, we stayed at the Bellagio. Okay. Uh, the shower leaked. Nice. So, like, they have a they have a stall for the shower, and there's, like, glass and no door, which is kind of cool. Uh, but we figured out after Emily got done showering that there was just a huge pile of water on the floor because it, it lined up on the glass, and then instead of dripping back down into the, it came the, the base, it just rolled around. And then day two, our AC broke. Oh, fuck that. We got it fixed, but it's just like, what the fuck? Oh, we also found uh, some pasties behind the couch. Fun. Yeah. Yep. You didn't touch them, did you? I just threw them away. <laughs> did you wash your hands? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm not that much of an idiot. See, we, we stayed at the uh, Sahara. Okay. And uh, the only thing I was really disappointed about with them was that the uh, pool wasn't open. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, it was November, but it was still like 80 degrees out. Yeah. You know? Like, the hell? Yeah. I don't know. I was a little yeah. disappointed in that because I wanted to go swimming. We but, did pool in the mornings. It was nice. We would go have breakfast, sit out, and just see the sun come up and then go down to the pool for a couple hours and then come up and actually... Did you learn how to swim? Nope. <laughs> it's only like three and a half feet. So. <laughs> Joey's like, as long as I can touch, I don't care. Exactly. It was nice. Anywho's. So today we are going to be talking about Radiant Black. We're finishing up, well... Continuing on. There you go. Yeah, it's not done yet. Thank God. Great freaking series. Um, so we're going to talk about some Radiant Black. But we're also going to be talking about uh, Supermassive, the one shot that came out after issue 12. Um, because once we get through Supermassive, then we can get on to uh, like Rogue Sun and Dead Lucky. Dead Lucky and the Radiant Red miniseries. And basically it starts uh, splintering out from there. So, we are going to be talking about issues 7 through 12. They were published by Image Comics in 2021-2022. The writers are Cal Higgins, Joe Clark, and Megan Camarina. Art was done by Marcelo Costa, Eduardo Fergatio, like every time, French Colomagno, Carlo Magno, Carlo Magno, okay. 
see, uh, Colors by Marcelo Costa, Natalia Marks, Igor Monti, and Mattia Akano. Ayakano, yeah. Ayakano. Sounds good. Uh, with uh, assistant, color assistant, Sabrina De Grasso. Uh, let's see here. And then the letters are Becca Carey and guest letterer Diego Sanchez. So at the end of issue six, end of the last volume, we get this guy that shows up. The meta. <laughs> the meta. Uh, his you can't is, tell me that's not where they got the idea. That isn't where they got the idea for this guy. I, well, no, because it doesn't have all of Meta's powers. I guess that's true. Just some, of them. just just most of them. A, a good good chunk of them. Yeah. Um, but then again, Meta of, didn't have all Meta's powers until he stole it from Radio. True. Speaking of, uh, they finally they announced the final season, the final of, yeah of Red vs Blue. Um, Bernie like Matt, nineteen. Bernie Matt are coming back to write it. Really? So, like, you know, the last couple, they didn't write it. Yeah. And it showed. Yeah. Um, so, I'll be, I'm happy that they're coming back. And I just, my other issue is I need season 15 on Blu-ray. <laughs> That's the only one I don't have on Blu-ray. Uh, but I'm not paying $200 to have it on Blu-ray. Fuck that. Yeah. I can get it on Voodoo for like 10 bucks, but then I don't have a copy of it. Yeah. So it kind of annoys me. 200 fucking bucks I don't know what why that one's so rare the rest of them are like 20 bucks which is yeah. normal but that one for whatever reason I don't know and you can't order it off of like Rooster Teeth uh... they don't have it what useless yeah. <laughs> right honestly I can see them once this is done putting out a giant box set of everything which would be together. fine if they do that maybe I'll buy that and then I just sell what I have yeah because I've got a mix of of DVD and Blu-rays. That's what I've got for Ruby. Yeah. Um, Still waiting on season nine to drop on DVD for that. So. Uh, should be soon, I think. No, you mean eight? Because I think nine is starting. Eight's already out. No, nine just finished. Yeah, nine should be just finished, yeah. Yeah. So it's probably, hell, maybe they had Rooster Teeth this weekend. So maybe there was. Oh, a, yeah. I didn't or they have, the RTX. I'm sorry, RTX this weekend. Yeah. So maybe they had an announcement there. That's how I found out that Red vs. Blue is coming back for a final season. Gotcha. Which, you know, it's been, what, three years? So, uh, yeah. So, so, anyways, Radiant Black. Uh, so, so this, this not meta, his <laughs> name is 001. Okay? He is... So, we're going to be spoiling it anyway here later on. He's an alien, uh, and he's here on Earth to get the Radiance back. Yeah, to collect all the Radiance. So, it just kind of, you know, was in his best interest when Pink... Showed up with yellow right there where Black and where yeah. Marshall and Tommy were. Exactly. It's just like it just made his job a hell of a lot easier. So they're, you know, obviously fighting ensues and um, it doesn't go well for the Radiance. He, I wrote down that he decimates them. I mean, yeah, he kicks the shit out of them. Yeah. Like the only thing that saves them is. Uh, is Eva, the, Pink. Yeah. She, uh, she basically them ports them. To Tokyo. Yeah. Which I love, and if you happen to look at uh, the screens in Tokyo there. Oh, I see them right there, yep. What do you, you know? You see spoilers for Supermassive. Uh, you see a certain, two certain people 
fuck out. I mean, honestly, this is where I will uh, promote the Radiant Black podcast again. Because they went through, I think earlier this year, they went through a whole thread of like spoilers from each issue. And they talked about this. You know, you got Dead Lucky. This is the first appearance of Dead Lucky, technically. <laughs> and the first appearance of Rogue Son. Yeah. They're both on the billboards in the back. Also, um, the 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 screen below Dead Lucky is is another another title that uh, Kyle is writing. It's not American Gods, but it's like it's something ordinary gods is what it's called. But yeah, so they they're able to get away from from zero zero one for now, and they're trying. Like the Radiants are talking, and Yellow basically says, "Hey, you know the last." few times we jumped away he he is able to follow he was really us. close our tails yeah so like we need to maybe get out of here uh before you know somebody can get hurt uh yellow also brings up because this is after marshall figures out that he just got ported uh teleported he like pukes and yellow's like well that's a really gross way to find out i can do that yeah He's like, uh, yeah, my uh, my friend turned me on to it. And that's when he brings up, he's like, oh, you're the guy in the hospital, right? Yeah. The one before? Uh, he's like, yeah, that's not uh, not the greatest. Yeah. But then he, Marshall continues trying to pick fights with... Um, Satomi. Satomi. And they're like, hey, guys, you know, we should probably, like, not do this right here out in public in the middle of a place where if he shows up, he's going to, you know, be killing a lot of people. So Marshall flies him out, and they're like... Uh, I'm not actually sure where he's supposed to be taking him right here, but they're going out of uh, Tokyo, and they're like... I do love the two guys on the street, though. That was like, what Sentai is that? Because yeah. we... I, I mean, I've mentioned to you, Kyle used to be the Power Rangers writer. Yeah. Like, he brought the Power Rangers comics back to life. And so, the fact that he says, you know, what Sentai is that is just... If, if you guys know Power Rangers, they are from the Super Sentai... Uh, show that got brought over to America and they just chopped up. So that was funny. Um, is that like wouldn't Mount Fuji's over there, right? Yeah. Could it be Fuji? Like I, I guess. don't I don't I don't think it is, but uh, it just seems like there's a lot of snow. Yeah. And I don't know if Japan gets a lot of snow or not cuz I don't know much about its uh I don't either, sadly. It's possible. Yeah. But anyways, so he's just, you know, floating them along and they are uh um I don't know, they're kind of getting to know each other, kind of arguing. Sort like, of. I do uh, love. Um, <laughs> I love. What, so Marshall is like. So how did uh, you two hook up? Who are you anyway? And Eva Pink, she's like, well, we bonded over foreign films, you know, old movies in general. Honestly, it's a passion. Uh, I always say the less color, the better. And he's just like, wait, really? No, you idiot. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's great. Like the fact that. I mean, now it it sort of fits the characterization of Eva that I know, because by this point, like, so we're obviously here uh, reading only the seventh issue uh, in current time where like we're at now. Pink is at their own miniseries, and so we the, we get an expansion of her character there. Plus, we do get an expansion of her character. Yeah, we get a little more uh, in the Radiant Black series. Yeah. Not a lot, but from time to time. Well, I mean, in this one, we get, like, a uh, origin story. We so. do. We do. Um, so, it, it... Her 
quick sassiness fits to a point. But, like, it's also, I feel like that was something Marshall would say. Yeah. And so it, it contradicts it a little bit, but, yeah, it's all good, though. Uh, but while they're arguing, um, Stomy and Marshall are arguing again. Yeah. Shocker, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, he gets uh, jumped by the uh, not meta. Zero, zero, one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, gets knocked unconscious, which drops everybody else. Yep. Because he's the only one that can fly. Well, he's got the gravity yeah. powers. The rest of them can't. And they all each have a different power. Yeah. And so uh, while he's falling, um, Eva opens up portals to send everybody else somewhere else. Yep. And then the last portal, she opens up for both of them. And uh, sends them in space. Sends them into space, into deep space, uh, and not just space. Uh, the middle of a robot war, which will have ramifications later on. I'm just gonna throw that Easter egg <laughs> out now. Yeah, then you know, right before they end up getting uh, jumped by some robots themselves. Yeah, because the robots see them. Yeah, and, and like, go chasing after them. Yeah, there's a reason why. Just to say that. Gotcha. But uh, Marshall realizes that uh, the reason why they jumped so far was because he was trying to use his powers while she was using to her powers. To help amplify her. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like, oh, well, you know, it'll... Oh, not to help amplify... He was using he his was... powers to get away. Yeah. And she grabbed him, which, you know... And she was, well, she was trying to teleport while holding on to him to yep. go through the teleporter, and then he tried to use his powers to zoom. Yep. And that's, yeah, that's how they ended up so far away. So, yeah, he, he because he figured it out, he's like, I'm going to boost you... You just think of the woods of, of Japan. And she's like, I guess, I guess we'll do that. Oh, my God, let's do it now. Um, and she does, but they end up in Russia. I mean, it's close. It's a lot closer to deep space. Yeah. Um, but because, you know, obviously, Satomi, Red, and Wendell is yellow. Uh, they are in the woods and like, well, what the hell's going on? And they stumble upon... Zero, zero, 001 now he's got a broken mask he is knocked out and he's like well i want some some goddamn answers let's go get some let's get some goddamn answers then we get a little bit of backstory on zero, zero, 001 yep so he's he's in space we don't know where he's in a gun in space <laughs> well <laughs> like actually no he's floating behind it well, oh yeah, but I mean, like, it, like the the ship that he ends up in looks like some kind of like stupid gun. Oh, okay. Uh, like the um, the needlers from Halo. Yeah, and uh, which I, I assume is his ship. I could be wrong. I would um, guess because he does just like I would assume it's his ship, but it's also the only ship. I mean, it could be anybody's ship, but he just knows how to yeah. use it. So It's the only ship that's available to him right now. That's not in a bunch of little pieces. But once he gets hooked up, his cracked helmet fixes itself. So he is obviously drawing power from something, and which is how he is able to heal. heal. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're back in Moscow with Eva and Marshall, and they're both kind of sort of freaking out. Marshall is... Well, they're in Russia. They don't speak Russian, you no, know, and yeah. they're, you know, like, he's like, hey, we're probably drawing way too much attention to ourselves. Maybe we should... Uh, Depower, basically. Yeah, switch out to our normal clothes. And uh, she's super weak because, you know, she's been teleporting a lot. And it drains Plus, she her. just teleported Halfway all across. the way. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, so they're you know they're trying to find somewhere to get to that makes them feel a little more safe. Back, and while that's going on, <laughs> back with Wendell and, and Satomi, they've got zero zero one captured, sort of like I don't know what that's supposed to be. So it's Satomi just melted all of the wood together to hold him. Right. Yeah. The problem is, and it gets figured out here. Uh, so they're asking him questions. He's talking. But he's actually drawing a charge from them. His suit is charged by the Radiant. Yeah. Which means that the power that she's got sitting there against him... Is, is actually helping him yeah. out. So it's... Yeah, it's not great. But yeah, so it's... Um, he's basically saying, like, look, you guys are going to destroy your world. I'm here to take the Radiants back from you so your world doesn't get destroyed. Like, he's actually... In retrospect, obviously he's attacking them, so you would think he's a villain. He's not really a villain. He's just not a very good ba- a good guy. <laughs> no, he, I, I would consider him more of a mercenary. Um, because we're going to see later on that he's actually working for somebody to get these. So, you know, I, I would say he's a mercenary. But yeah, but now that he's fully powered, he just uh, gets, you know, just disappears. Gets yeah. out. GTFO. I mean, fair, like... Give himself some time to recuperate, you know. And yeah. But we go back to Marshall and Eva, who are in Russia. He steals two what, cups of tea, I think. Uh, I think they're coffee. Maybe. Uh, da, 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 da. I, believe I don't know. It could be coffee. I but whatever. Whatever. It's... Um, but he, steal, and he steals a blanket from a store because, you know, they're out in the rain, freezing cold, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, but she, Eva's even like, like you didn't have to steal. It's twenty twenty. You could have uh, used a credit card, use, use your Visa card. He's like, ah, I'm an Amex guy. <laughs> it's like, okay, that, I love this conversation because they're actually not very far in age, like apart in age. Yeah, but they are two different generations. He's a millennial. She's a Gen Z, and it is very apparent. Very apparent. It's pretty funny. Um, but anyways, the, these uh, Russian people come over and uh, speaking in Russian to them. Yep. Um, but basically, it's like, you stole our coffee right off of our table. Uh, there's Is there something wrong with you? And then, you know, the lady says, yeah, it's very weird. And then they, uh, Marshall and Eva change back into their Yeah, the, the thing here says transform. I actually did do uh, a translate on that. Where does it say that? So right in between them, it's oh gotcha. Got the yep. the radiant, talk radiant dialogue. It, it, I don't think it's them saying transform. It's just yeah transitional transform. Um, so yeah, so they are ready to head back to uh, to Japan to get meet up with Wendell and Satomi, who are getting their ass kicked again, yeah. and this time a lot worse. Zero um, zero one puts a device on Wendell that kind of makes him like start to like shift uh like he's not he's like extra planar or whatever like he's yeah. not like he's, he's not, not quite whole yeah and, and he's having a hard time functioning uh and then he stabs satomi through the gut 
And her first reaction is to go... Not the first time one of us has put nine hard hinges into the other one's gut. Oh. Uh, <laughs> gotta have a synod forever. Um, so for her first reaction is to grab the closest organic thing. that, Or basically thing that she can convert... Absorb to. Into, yeah, to yeah. save her. And so the other one stabs her again. And um, what do you say? Survival mode, absorb to repair... Try to lose the loss of fluid, clever, but too advanced as he stabs her again. And she's like, well, maybe I just need to absorb something stronger. And she starts absorbing him. Well, <laughs> his absorbs powers. a sword. Yeah. Which puts her into uh, Hulkbuster Hulk mode. mode. Yeah. And at the same time, she well, then she rips off the, uh, the device on Wendell, and he becomes Doctor Strange. Yeah. I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah, basically, there's multiple versions of him just like... All over the place. Now, I know what is to come with him. I know what his power is. He sees the future. He sees the future. The thing is, though, is this... Him seeing different futures? Well, okay, so he saw... Literally pulling the... uh... Before, he... Yeah. He, um... I guess he could only... He couldn't control it. I guess he just saw... He saw Eva taking the thing, but other than that, like... Well, that's the thing. He couldn't control everything. He, He could just control a little, like... A little snippets would come out at a time. Yeah. I'm thinking when Zero Zero One put the device on him, it like amped him up, super powered him. Because later on, it's going to be um, more prominent that he can see the future uh, to the point where uh, he can't stop himself. He can't help himself. Interesting. Yeah. But then uh, the uh, 001 throws up the uh, meta shield and. Uh, <laughs> Come on, that's what it looks like. <laughs> okay, fine. Look. It's fine. <laughs> and uh, basically blasts a hole into the fucking wherever the landscape is that they're at. Yeah. Uh, and this is when Eva and Marshall show back up to basically regroup with Wendell and, and uh, Satomi. And then again, it's it's zero zero one basically saying, "Hey, look, your world is doomed. Um, you guys, what do they say here? Uh, oh, Wendell does mention that like we're powering him, like the radiance. Yeah, uh, he charges his tech from us, and he's like you know, a reductive understanding of the old ways and the new. You tempt faint." fate you dance amongst world enders in the shadow of armageddon all the while unknowing of the extent to which you are a mistake an improbable accident a doom to your planet Uh, now no more running until we fix your mistake so yes he is going to kill him because he needs the radiance because the radiance have bonded with all of them yeah so he's going to kill him to get the radiance radiance, yeah uh but he also he also says who he is. He says, I am 001, marked for death by, says all the things. What does that one say? Catalyst. Catalyst. Which, at the time of recording, the Catalyst War is currently going on in the comics, in uh. the Radiant Black issues. So, yeah. Now in service to the new way. And then Marshall's like, yeah. F off, dude. Like, I'm gonna... You, you're not gonna do anything to us. And then the uh, the robot inside the Radiant, inside the Marshall, reaches out his giant arm and just 
grabs zero zero one and pulls him pulls in. Him into the pulls him into Marshall's chest, basically. Well, into the radiant, but yeah. You know. And it's just like, all right, cool. Well, we're, we're. I guess this is done. We did it. Yay. But yeah, so it was. Uh, ultimately, it's just everybody regroups. Marshall is gonna try and start fighting Satomi again. Until uh, Wendell's Wendell like puts him down, like, hey, like, look, dude, dude, fuck off, no shit. Like, we got, we've got more impre- more pressing problems than you know. I get it, your friend's hurt, but you know yeah. that's not an issue right now. Nope. So, uh, very end of the issue here, we got these two characters, names of Jace, and we don't ever actually get his other this other guy's name until after Supermassive. No, wait, during. Do we get during Supermassive? During. Either way, it's Jason Riley. Yeah. Uh, we don't get Riley's name in this volume. But these guys happened to pond um, 001's cache of weapons. Yeah. At least that's my understanding. Yeah, because that's the secondary ship that was falling behind him. Okay. Or it might just be some of his tech and they're using it to make weapons. Well, see, because the, well, there's some guns in there. That's why I think it's his weapons. True. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they are definitely going to be. We will see that here coming up. Um, they're going to refurbish it to, uh, for their own purposes. So as we continue on, the next issue is basically a a day, Marshall's day to day for the next like hundred days or so, half a year. And it is him giving up, hating his life, smoking some weed, smoking some porch, getting made fun of by kids. (laughs) Those are, those were pretty fun. The back and forth between them two. Yeah. Uh, going to his job, the uh, his coworker, I think it's his boss actually as well, uh, is sitting there listening to Circle Guy News. It's a podcast, well, YouTube video, YouTube channel, uh, which is basically I think they showed up first volume. I can't remember. They, they are did, on, they were bashing on. Okay, uh, yeah. So they are on Twitter, uh, but they haven't posted anything in a while. So I don't know what's going on with that. But these guys. Uh, they're just they're bad mouthing, uh, radiant black again, and Marshall's just like, I don't know why he listens to those guys. Those guys are stupid, which is hilarious because then he starts listening to them. Yeah, so much so that he actually, as the issue progresses, he goes and meets up with them to try and like strike a deal. Um, but after all that, he takes a day or every day he goes to the hospital to go sit with Marshall. He says for like an hour. At least an hour a day. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of tell them what's going on. Like at one point he brings up uh, that they're going to be remaking, or uh, not remaking Cowl. Um, they're putting out the 15th anniversary of Cowl. Yeah. Which I we talked about last volume, or last uh, episode. And yeah, so it's just more the same as it progresses. He is talking to Marshall about or talking to Nathan uh, about everything going on. Like these guys are like, I'm getting all of this, uh, this hate for myself. Like I'm just, I'm trying my best. Like, I don't know what to do. I love how, when he goes to the cops, yeah, they're like, yeah, fuck off. Let's know when Nate wakes it back up. Yeah. Um, but then he tries putting a uh, message across the sky over rush hour traffic and ends up causing a bunch of crashes. In Chicago, which, it's snowing, so obviously... But they should know how to drive in the snow. Dude, we live in Indiana. And we should know how to drive in the snow, too. We know how to drive in the snow. 
That's fair. But there's still idiots out there who don't. You know how I, I know that? Because I've, a, been in, I've seen so many f- stupid actions. I bet we as a state, not we as you and I. <laughs> yeah, we should, but we don't. Yep, unfortunately. Oh, it's no, I got four-wheel drive. I can still drive 60 miles per hour down here. Hello. Why am I in a ditch? Mm. You're in a, an area. Like, Chicago gets the lake effect yeah. all the time. We get lake effect, but not as much as Chicago. You should know how to drive. Exactly. But anyway, so but Marshall, does, uh... Marshall is being stupid by putting this sign, a, a lot of words in this, this sign, to where this guy is, like, trying to focus to read it. And yeah, he crashes, which makes the next per- ten car crash. Yep, ten car pile. And then like, he's and Marshall's like, "Oh, come on, right?" And in, in, uh, in your defense, these roads should have been salted, right? And just like everybody's like, you know, like pissed the hell, off dude? at him. Yeah, I don't blame him. Um, you I, know, mean, we go- I blame the guy that couldn't drive and pay attention to the sign at the same time, though. So I mean, at the same time, just don't. Focus on the road. Exactly. Don't focus on anything else. Exactly. I mean, I do focus on the cars that are not. Well, yeah, but that's still on the road, technically. But, Um, you know, another week and a half goes by. And actually, almost two weeks go by. um, And Satomi comes in to the video store that Marshall works at as the boss is yelling at him about all the bath bombs and how they got to get rid of them. Uh, So comes in talks to marshall and she is trying she's she's apologizing yeah she's trying to explain to him you know the, what happened was not what she intended to doing yeah and you know she's like i'm sorry she's like you know I, I was just you know scared and i was trying to keep him you know from uh coming after me yeah and which i i can understand where she's coming from but at the same time you were doing a wrong yeah and he's trying to do a right yeah and you did another wrong to scare him off of you, which, I mean, was wrong. So, but it, he and Marshall brings Satomi to the hospital to um, basically talk to Nathan. Um, and then we go back. I want to say, let's see, the wizard there. seven, Almost 18 years. Okay, that tracks. According to this, they go back 18 years. Negative 6,547 days. Yeah. So they're, obviously, Marshall and Nathan, they're younger. Um, but see, I didn't think they were that old. They'd be in their late 20s, probably. So they're, what, like 10 years old in this? Probably. Okay. Which, I mean, almost kind of tracks, if we're being honest. Yeah. Let's yeah, I guess just, let's just say the 15-year anniversary was supposed to be coming out. Exactly. So that makes sense. All right, yeah, I'll give them that. Yeah, because they were talking about the... Uh, they're talking here about the cowl... Is it they say movie or show? I think movie. Live action, I think, is what they said. Yeah, with the with the uh, the actors that they are saying, it's definitely a movie, because yeah. back in the early 2000s, the actors... The movie actors did not do TV shows at the time. Yeah. I think it was about 2010s. Maybe, I mean, probably earlier than that. But, like, the 2010s is when it started changing to where movie actors started doing show acting because, hey, it's a job. Exactly. Which I think is kind of crap, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Well, like, I get that movie actors, uh, uh, you start in TV. And you go to movies. Like, that, that's a progression, right? Except for now we're in an age where, like, 
TV, well, web series and stuff like that are getting, you know, like uh, streaming services are getting more play than yes. movies are. So. Like, and so I also I understand, and it's not. I don't see it as a backpedal anymore. Like it, it got to the point with streaming the rise of streaming services that you can get more play on a series in a streaming service than you ever can anymore in a movie. Because well, I'm assuming that, you know, also when you sign up for a series, you're getting a, you know, steady paycheck as opposed to a big lump sum. And then, you know, exactly like you, you definitely have, well, like you think of, think of friends, you know, they all back in the nineties, they all signed contracts and they all were on that show for what? 10 years, nine years, however long, like it went. 15 years or whatever. Yeah. Too damn long. 30 years. Um, I don't know. But like they're, I, I, if I remember correctly, they're, by the end of it, they all were making about the same. I, I feel like there was at one point where one of them, maybe maybe they weren't making the same. I don't know. I, I feel like I remember hearing some time ago that one of them was making more and then they, they decided to give up a little bit of their money to bring up the yeah, I could be wrong on that because that's what friends do. Oh. <laughs> but I also know that midway through, like, or even just after, they all tried to do some movies, and there really wasn't a lot of them that were successful. You know, like, um, well, I mean, Courtney Cox was in Ace Ventura, sure, and she was also in Scream, and she that's did true. great in Scream, yeah. and then, um, uh, what's the other one's name? Jennifer Aniston. Like, she, I think she started out in movies. Like, I think Leprechaun was her first movie. And then got, like, the big break on Friends. And I do remember, uh, what was it? The, uh, the one, the one where her and, uh, Were the Millers. Yeah. Were the Millers. That was a good good one. one. Um, but she's done a ton of other, like, she's done a couple Uh, movies with, uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah, and she was in, uh, what is that, Bad Bosses or something? Horrible Uh, horrible horrible Bosses. bosses. Yeah, Yeah. I never did see all those. I saw, I saw saw the first one. one. Yeah. It It was was funny. Um, anyway. Sorry, we're getting distracted here. Right. Uh, so we go back to the current time. Yep. And, uh, Marshall is fighting the Doppler. Yes. Uh, and she, he, he, like, talks to her is like so doppler like from cowl and she's like yeah so it's like what what are you doing like you're not you're making don't make that cool character uh, don't ruin that cool character's bad name yeah whatever don't respect what came before cool like he's like (laughs) you know but but i do like how he's talking to the reporter it's like yeah i'm pretty sure like after i whipped her ass today like i'm pretty sure she's never gonna be back again and then the very next day she's robbing the bank again and Marshall's just like, dude, what the hell? What are you doing? Um, and it keeps progressing. Yelling at the kids, getting yelled about bath bombs, talking to Nathan, beating up another robot, which I question who this is because in the next volume, we see a character that looks very similar and... It was a shock then, so I don't know if it's the same character. But he does make a comment. Um, where is it? Uh, he makes a comment somewhere about all these these 
people showing up in in these masks and suits. Like it's just weird that I'm, I'm getting all of these supervillains. But it's also kind of nice that he's building out his rogues gallery, you know? Yeah. So that's nice on our end. Bad for him. Although he seems to handily be able to just destroy them all. Yeah, because most of them are, like, uh, not great. You'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, so now we're at day 152. Kids, bath bombs, guy named Shift. And he's, you know, making fun of them. But it's really bad. More like downshift, stuck in neutral, broken clutch. Ooh, stall. <laughs> like he—he's trying to give off that uh, Peter Parker vibe. But yeah, he's just it's just failing. not working. Uh, so day one sixty. Now he's just giving bath bombs away to the nurses because <laughs> he kept telling his bosses like it's an investment. We'll we'll do a thing here, and now he yeah he, he ordered way too much. He got he got in deep. It didn't work. Uh, but when he goes in to go see Nathan, there is uh, JJ, who is Nathan's, Nathan's ex. The reason why he went out to L.A. Yeah. So. And uh, so they, you know, catch up or whatever. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I, you know, uh, I didn't want to tell you. Or I didn't want to be the one to, you know, have to tell you or whatever. And blah, 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 this and blah, blah, that. And he's like, I didn't know how, you know, like. Yeah, it's not something you really just send in a text. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets the idea to uh, uh, talk to the, um, what was it called? Uh, Circle. Circle Guy News. Yeah. And uh, they're like, why would we want to work with you? And he's like, well, you know, because I can give you uh, access to this and this and this. And they're like, hey, take us flying. He's like, no. And, <laughs> and they're like, come on, just a little over. He's like, absolutely not. And uh, he's like, well, what about if I give you guys, what does he say, 10% or something like that? Uh, I'll give you a, a percentage and follow you on Twitter. And now they, uh, let's see, Radiant Black plus Circle Guy News team up for the Radiant Black Welcome Box. Now with bonus bath bombs. <laughs> uh, best way to welcome away. me to your neighborhood. So that QR code does work. I think it gets you, I can't remember what it gets you. Yeah, but the QR code does work. Um, but also... Well, I, another little fun little Easter egg is on the note. There is a uh, a key fob there uh-huh. that is a black light because some of the comics have like black light editions, which is uh, which is kind of cool. Oh, radiant black merch! Look at that. There you go. Yeah, there's another one uh, in the next volume where it takes you to a video of radiant black versus one of the guys from Cowl. <laughs> yeah, you'll. We'll get there in the next volume. Yep, sir. Oh, yeah? Yep, yeah, definitely. Uh, so now we're on day 224. So, you know, it's been... God, it's been almost a year. What was that, 10 months? Yeah. Um, and here Marshall is is having a dream, he thinks. But he's like in a uh, he's in the bar, uh, drinking, in a bar drinking I should say, um, and he's writing more of Nathan's story about uh, what was his name Elizabeth Beckett. Yeah, and Robin Banks and stuff, right? Yep, and her life after all that, and then he sees uh, a ghost of Nathan, and this is where he figures out that he's dreaming. 
Um, and he's like, hey, I've never read this before. You know, how would I know what was going on? Oh, well, not we had any of that part yet. Oh. Oh, that's right. That's, yeah. Yeah. But, because then we get, it's like day 239. Um, Nathan's mom is basically saying, hey, it's time. They're going to take him off of the breathing tube. And it is kind of sad. On day 240, you got the kids coming by the, the house and he's not outside. And it's just like, oh, okay. But he is at the, um, the, his, his, the store, video store, watching Cowell, drinking a shit ton of, like, alcohol. He's just, he's drunk off his ass. Sees the ghost of Nathan again. And, um, basically they have a walk and talk, figuring out, Basically, his way of working through everything. Yeah, and he ends up at the hospital, and as he as a he's there when they're starting to take the tube out, um, and then the doctor asks Elizabeth for the scissors, and he's like, "Wait a minute!" Quickly goes through his emails, finds the script or the the screenplay, I guess. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's a novel. Oh, it's novel. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, that Nathan wrote and sent to him. And it's like, I haven't read this. This is still on unread. Uh, how did he, I know? Yeah, that... how did I know the story? Literally everything word for word. He's like, he's still alive. I can I can save him. And he, go, he goes running out. And he's yelling. He's yelling at the robot. Basically saying what I just said, how he hadn't read the, the thing. Mm-hmm. And there it is. And he's like, all right, fine. You ain't talk to me? I'll make you talk to me. And he hops on the train track, the infamous train track. Mm-hmm. As the train's coming... And he's like, you better do something. If I die, you die. And so the robot says hi. Let's fucking go. He's, he's like, like, hey, just so you know, if you do this, there's a price to pay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care. He, we, I need Nathan back. I like that. That was really cool. And then we get even more cool when we go into existence. This whole issue was really cool. Because it's just like trippy as, as all get out. And ultimately it's it's him running into the robot saying, hey, I want Nathan's in here. I need to get him back. He, I can save him. I know I can. And the robot is just like, you're not ready. Like, if you do this, you will die. And he's like, I don't care. This is what I got to do. Yep. Find out who his uh, guide is going to be to find him. And it ends up being 001. Yep. Which is, I thought was fun. Um, and ultimately it's, he's basically saying this is what, not the poor little truth, but like truth will kind of set you free here. Basically he's saying that there there is only truth here. There you go. And, and with, you know, you have to face the truth and you know, if you don't, you will die. Yeah. Um, so as they progress, there is a, what I think is Nathan. Or just like a Nathan-esque being. Uh, huh. um, basically telling him, like, yeah, no, this is your final chance to leave. Yeah, if you don't turn back now, you're going to die. Yeah. Like, you can't face this. You aren't ready for this. You know, there's only truth here. And uh, he, Nathan, or Marshall asks if this will lead me, this path will lead me to Nathan. And the Nathan thing says yes. It's like, that's all I need to know. And then he, like, blasts the... And then just kind of goes. It it 
it's both trippy and because I think he starts getting attacked by um, I don't know what ghosts, cosmic ghosts or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And zero zero one is able to get him, port him to another area of the existence. This one is more like colors. It I makes me think of the uh, credits for Incredibles. Oh, okay. That's fair. Like, where all you're getting is, like, the um, splash colors and, like, the outlines of yeah. certain parts of their bodies and stuff. Um, but then we get this uh, super massive Nathan. <laughs> boom, boom, ching. Um, like, again, saying, you know, hey, you know, uh, do you know why you were here? And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I told you I'm here to save my best friend. And he's like, yeah, but you're lying. He's like, I'm not lying. I'm risking everything. Why would I lie? And he's like, there's, you know, this, there's only a truth here. Yep. And uh, so he attacks him. Marshall yeah. attacks uh, this giant Nathan thing, which then helps him access his what zero zero one is his second mode and what Marshall calls cape mode. Yeah. Um, and it's like, all right, cool. I, now I'm super powered. I'm going to take take you out. And he even he even uh, has zero zero one like, hey, port me behind him. Like, I got to go through him, but I don't want to go through him. So. So he does. And he's on to the next level. And this level is basically... Um, it, it's similar to before where it's like, hey, talk. the existence is telling him, like, you're lying. Why are you here? And he keeps repeating. It's like, I'm here because, you know, I'm here to help get Nathan back. It's like, no, why are you here? Yada, yada, yada. Um, and it basically comes down to Marshall thinks that he deserves it. He de- that, that Nathan deserves it more than... He does. He deserves the radiant. He's the one that found it. He's got a better chance. I'm a screw up. Nathan's got his life together. Yeah, he's like Nathan's already in a better place than I am. He's you know, uh, he was more ready to be responsible for this. He was more ready to you know take take care of what needed to be done. He was actual hero. I'm just you know, I feel like I'm replacing him. Yeah, and that's not a good feeling. And even at one point, he even says. Uh, What'll he say here? I'll trade my life for Nathan's. Just you know, let me let me have him. Let me save him. You know. Yeah. And that's when Nathan comes out and he's like, "Hey, man." He's like, "You know, you aren't you aren't what you think you are. You are better than you think you are. You are ready for this. You are the person that needs to be doing this. I am not the person that can do this because I couldn't handle it." Yeah. He's like, "But you, I tried and I just yeah. it didn't work out for me." Um. Yeah. So there's. There's an opening. Nathan's like, hey, so they are giving you, you know, your, we can leave. They're letting me tell you that we can leave. So um, we should probably get out of here. Yep. Which then gets us back to Lockport, just out of Chicago there. Uh, And Marshall comes falling through a portal into his house. And as he goes running out, he trips over a bunch of boxes that are on the and a bunch of newspapers the, a bunch in the of yard. newspapers in the yard, a bunch of boxes on the porch. And he goes running to the hospital, and Nathan is not in bed. The The room is empty, uh, and Marshall's, like, yelling at the nurse, like, where is Nathan, where is he at? He's in rehab. He's learning how to walk again. And Nathan sees him. He's like, oh, hey. All right, cool. Hey, can I have some time with my friend here? We got a lot to catch up on. Turns out he was gone for six weeks. Just vanished, disappeared. 
Nobody knew what was going on. And a lot has happened in those six weeks. Yeah. Um, Marsh, or, uh, Nathan's mom and dad are obviously pissed at him because they think that he just, you know, up and disappeared. Yelled, I can save him and run off. Yeah. Like, I mean, what the fuck? But he did. I mean, he did not die. So obviously something happened. Something happened. Still, though. Yeah. Like no one's been able to get a hold of him for six weeks. Uh, some people thought he killed himself. Yeah. Because I think when they, I don't know if they went into they went his, to house. his house or it might have been at the uh, shop. Actually, it was at the shop because that's where the pills and the yeah. bottles and, yep. yeah. and his dog was. Yeah. Yeah. So, because even um, his boss is just like, "Yeah, you're fired. Like you didn't, you didn't do anything for six months, like six weeks. You were gone. No one could get a hold of you." Um, we do get a page in between here. With uh, uh, the backstory of, um, I think that one's uh, Anya Rangna, Rangya, Rana. Uh, the Jays are silent. I know that much. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is this is Doppler, and she is a teacher's assistant. Yeah, she used to be a uh, cellist. Yep. She was dating some guy, but he died helping the Avengers. No wait. <laughs> I mean, wasn't that in Colorado? Yeah, whatever. No, Oregon. It was Oregon? Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. So, there's a quick little backstory here. Just this one of the students needs help with uh, with something. So, yeah. She, uh, we do see her hand, like, trembling a lot. Yeah, because she's like, yeah, because she doesn't, she can't have, uh, she doesn't have the fine motor skills to do Nine it anymore. anymore. Yeah. Um, get the part here with her with uh, Marshall's boss basically firing him saying he's been gone like bye leave Eva shows up and is like hey so uh, I need your help with something <laughs> like you know Doppler one of your people um, she has kind of stepped up and been she branched out to Indiana and Wisconsin yeah and uh, even hit a, a Midwest bank in Michigan uh, yeah, because Eva, I think, lives in, like, southern Indiana. Indiana or something like that. Yeah. Which, you know, I feel like we should know where, but I don't know. It's whatever. I don't remember where it said. Like, yeah, we'll see it here in the Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is also where we get the the difference in ages with these two. Because, what, what does she say here? Um, well, he says, you want me to be your Andy Richter? And she says, try again, I, like I'm not 100 years old. <laughs> uh, you need help. But I was thinking, A, Satomi still has bad guy on her Twitter, and B, Wendell is old. But <laughs> C, we could, we could introduce your character to the channel with a mashup against an old nemesis. Uh, we live stream the whole quest, the search, the confrontation, the rehashing of old wounds. Hell, we could make the fight a Patreon exclusive. And he's like, I don't really, I don't even like tequila. So I'm like, God damn it, Marshall. It's, it's wonderful. Um, so we got Jason and Riley. They're working on some new tech. Um, this is when Anya comes driving in. And Riley's like, we told you not to come here. What the hell are you doing? Um, and she's like, I need the, the Suza juice and I need fix basically as like we were we were pretty clear you only get one charge a month yeah and then she's like if you want me to pay you 
I need a charge. Yeah. Like, I need the gear to be working. And so, yeah, we, we figure out that they gave this suit to other people, but it just didn't work. They couldn't figure out how to get it to work. And Anya was just like, because they saw it as a weapon and not... It's an instrument. Yep, not as an instrument. So that's why it works for me. So, yeah. Uh, we then get Radiant Black and Radiant Pink flying around. Um, and he's got a GoPro strapped to his head. Yep. And she's obviously got the watch to get to check the stream and and uh, basically see what everybody's saying. They are flying, literally flying everywhere, trying to find Doppler. Uh, but then they get a tip from somebody that... Uh, um, Possum Wintersaw or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, that Doppler is over here. And sure enough, there she is. Um, and she does throw a blast out at um, at Marshall, only for it to be a lot more powerful than she expected. And it ends up shooting a building and almost killing uh, these two Old elderly people. people. They're on the, the balcony of like the fourth floor or something. Oh, nope. That's a lot higher than that. Balcony of like top floors. Yeah, this it's like twelfth floor, thirteenth story, whatever. And and Doppler's like, oh, what, I didn't do what I didn't mean to do that. Like that's that's uh, not right. But Eva catches one of them, and Marshall catches the other. Yep. And they basically put them into uh, safe areas, and then they uh, they go through her car, and they find a uh, a tablet, which they're Eva's able to figure out. She finds this video. Well, it's it's not locked. Like the tablet's not even locked. And she's like, oh, well, cool. I can, uh, you know, pop in here and see what's going on. Uh, I like how she even says that, you know, she uh, looks like she looks like a musician. She has a SoundCloud, which I find funny because I know Marshall hands it off yep. to Nathan later. And I wonder if that actually is. I'm going to have to check that one out. I, see if it's a real SoundCloud. Honestly, with what the Massiverse is doing, would not be surprised whatever if that's actually real on SoundCloud. So... Uh, yeah, they, they're able to figure out who, well, they're able to figure out where the tech is coming from, um, and they track it down to Jason Riley because Anya is there, went, ran back to them. Um, we, we get the big fight thing, obviously that happens. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, so as they're fighting Doppler, Riley and Jace uh, just go off. They're, they're, they're out. They're done. Yeah. They got to find a new base, basically. And they their car they, turns into the same kind of shield. That, it's going invisible, I think. Yeah, it disappears. Yeah. yeah, because they, they're not stupid enough not to use the tech for themselves. Yeah, I mean, hopefully not anyways. Um, and Doppler's like, you guys left me. What the hell? This is... This is crap and then once marshall like punches her out she is just kind of like saying they're crying you know basically yeah and uh they get to it and they um uh eva logs off and then he's like look just get out of here and she's like what he's like yeah consider it a warning don't break the law anymore yeah stop breaking the law asshole <laughs> but it's also one of those things where i don't i don't disagree with what Marshall did. Correct. Because, I mean, 
this this was something that sh- that Anya did to pay her medical bills. Pay her medical bills, help her out. Like she's having issues, so it was helping her out. I mean, if we had, oh, I don't know, uh, universal health care, yeah. we would have been down what at least two villains in this. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Right. Ah, one at least. Yeah. Yeah. But regardless. Yeah, so it was just like, hey, you just stop being bad. Yeah. And, and this they, is this is your second chance. Yep. And then they took the money back to the banks. Yep. And uh Yeah, so obviously later on, Marshall goes back to the hospital. Um JJ is giving him the cold shoulder, which obviously. Uh Nathan's just like, Yeah, I tried to to smooth it over with everybody, but it's gonna take time, you know. They all. I also got your job back. Uh, how'd you do that? Well, I told Dan you had some kind of butt disease. Dealer's choice. Yeah. <laughs> so I should have, should have uh, thought of that. It's a really good idea. Uh, but then Nathan's like, "All right, so I'm, yeah, you know, I'm getting kind of tired. You know, I'm just gonna gonna relax." And this is when Marshall introduced him to to Anya's SoundCloud. And as he's listening, then the robot pops up saying, "Hello, Nathan." And shit pops out of his ears. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, the final issue of the trade, issue 12, we get Eva's backstory. And she is a Twitch streamer. Yep. Which I'm not going to say isn't something that's bad. No, I mean, uh, it's, it's, for somebody her age, it's it awesome. fits. And, and, you know, like she was having a good time. Well, she sounded like she was having a good time, and then we find out that she doesn't, you know. Uh, so that is what she feels is something I feel from time to time, where it's like, or, yeah, literally that. Like, I'm not doing a daily stream like like some of these streamers are. Yeah, fuck that. Like Tim doing on the fucking... Uh, the special casual. Yeah. yeah. Like, I that. don't... Because I have a full-time job, I've got a family... This is a hobby for me. It's a fun hobby. Yeah, 100%. It's a hobby with homework, but it's still a hobby. But when most of it takes up, like, the editing and the uploading and tracking stuff down, like, it it becomes, while it's still a hobby, it can become cumbersome, you know? Um, So, I understand, like, the stream has ended, and then she's like, all right, now I I can relax. Sort of. I have to worry about the next thing. Like, making content on a daily basis. I don't envy people that do that. No joke. Um, now, you can get away with... Now, she live streams, so obviously she has to do something every day. Yeah, and she's usually... I think she's playing games, doesn't she? She, she Yeah, more often than not. Um, like, I know... We brought up Rooster Teeth earlier. When I would watch their stuff all the time, uh, they would have live streams, like certain things every day, but then they also would put out videos every day. Pre-recorded stuff. Yeah. Stuff that they made, like say they, they recorded the stuff on a Monday, and then somebody's editing it on Tuesday, Wednesday to get put out the following Monday. Like they're, they're that much of a head. Yeah. Similar to what we're doing here. Like we're recording this, a month before it's actually going to be people are listening to it. 
so that I have time to edit it and then get everything right and then upload it. The fact that we are the way we have it now and we are a month in advance, so I have the time to do that. I like that. It's still stressful at times, but I do like that. I could not do a Twitch stream where it's something every single day. Every single day. Yeah. Now, granted, I guess if you're making enough money on it to where that's the only thing you're doing, oh, that, yeah. that'd be a whole different story. Correct. But, and there are people that do that. Yeah. And it sounds like this is her life. Yeah. She is a streamer, and that's that's everything she does. I mean, um, she's like, I think she's what they call it, an influencer. Yes, basically. Um, but yeah, like she'll wake up in the morning, go go work out, have her tea, be online, like talking to people, talking to fans, talking to listeners, streamer viewers, all that. Constantly responding to messages, et cetera, et cetera. She's hopping on uh, like business calls, like with this uh, this company about her cookies, supposed to be or her sponsors, I guess. Huh. Um, she is that part actually cracked me up. And they're like, there can be absolutely no crumbs of these cookies on site anywhere at all. You cannot have any crumbs on the camera. I'm sorry, do you know what a cookie is? Oh, well, their cookies are like, it was like crumbless cookie or something like that. Cookies it, crumble. I'm sorry, my dude. I can't remember what the hell There's a freaking called. saying. No, you're right. It's something like that. But yeah, it was some stupid thing. And, uh... But like, she's at a movie premiere. She's at, with her girlfriend. She's... Doing all this stuff. She's working her way. She she had talked about a 24-hour, I think a 12-hour stream yeah. she was going to be doing for charity. And then she broke her mic. Well, the cat broke her mic. Yeah. So, obviously, she like she literally just started the stream. And the cat jumped, hit the mic, broke it. And now this is where... It gets unbelievable. Huh? Well, sort of. Because if she's as popular of a streamer as it sounds, she's going to premieres. She's got sponsors. Yeah. She should have had a... You're going to have more than one mic. Yeah. I am a mediocre podcaster. And I've got like five mics. That's not even including the one you gave me. Correct. (laughs) But like I have multiple options in case one isn't working. Yeah. So the fact that she has one, it's not great. But and so she, she goes into the store where she wants the exact same one. And you'd think at this point in time, she'd be happy with anything, right? I think she, well, yes and no. Because certain computers can only work with certain mics. Ah, gotcha. So like the mic, the mic I use at home. So what you're saying is she's got an Apple product. Oh, she might. <laughs> but like the mic I use at home, I need to have a... Uh, uh, not converter box, but another box to plug those in to then get plug into here versus what these mics, which have the USB port that I can plug in. Like yeah. it's mics, you have to have a certain mic for the the setup you have. Gotcha. So her looking for a certain mic makes sense. At the same time, though, you should be able to just kind of figure like. Grab whatever mic yeah. if you're trying to do a 12 hour stream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, that cat really fucked up that mic. Right? Like, it must be made out of, like, paper. <laughs> or, like, it wasn't in the uh, the holder strong enough yeah. to where it popped out. And I've had it pop out before, one of mine pop out before, but not, like, to the point of dropping three feet on a, I'm assuming, wood floor and 
being busted? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But ultimately, she goes to Best Buy looking for a new mic. And guess who's working at Best Buy? Yeah, Wendell. It's Wendell. And he's like, yeah, he's like, we don't have any of those. We just sold out the last one. He's like, but I could probably fix this for you. It just wouldn't be until later. Yeah. I was like, you could check fries. They might have it, but um, everybody wants to be a streamer now, so mics are a rare commodity. Yep. And uh, so she's like, fine, whatever. I'll come back later. And he's like, you know, he's like, you should take the day for yourself. Future you might uh, find that beneficial or whatever. Yep. And uh, because he sees the future. Mm -hmm. So she does. She posts on uh, the the thing that stream is down. I'm having mic issues. I should be back up as soon as possible but we're probably gonna if worse comes to worse might hold off until tomorrow um sorry but we'll we'll get this worked out so she decides that she's gonna go see her girlfriend and Trip baby herself you know have some time enjoy themselves but the whole time that they're doing their thing she's responding to messages from you know her yep. followers because you know that's part of being a streamer uh, streamer yeah and her girlfriend gets pissed off. She's like, look, she's like, you know, this is just supposed to be an us day. You're supposed to be taking the day off. And now you're doing this. She's like, I, I'm done. I want to break up with you. Well, she gets mad at first. She okay, doesn't do the breakup thing. Yeah, yet. I guess that's true. She she basically says, hey, you pulled me from my work to hang out. And then you're not even hanging out. Yeah, you're doing your work instead of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And she even, I think at one point, she was uh, Eva say. Uh, I came over because I wanted to see you, and I thought since the rest of your week is crazy with whatever beard guy you're obsessively studying, and her girlfriend, Z, is like, at least what I'm doing matters. Whew. Wrong thing to say. Yeah. So this sends Eva into like a a paranoid uh, frenzy similar to what... Our characters had D and D today. <laughs> that was so much. I fun. do. I do find it funny. Like three of us have been in the party forever. Yep. Which I'm gonna talk to you about that later. <laughs> um. So she goes back to to Wendell. Is like, look, I need it now. I'm sorry. I can't wait until tonight. I need to get this mic fixed right now. Well, I can you like take a lunch or something? We just need to figure this out. And he's like, okay, well, uh, yeah, but uh, what what do you want out of all this? You know? And she's like, I don't even know what that means. It's like the world's on fire. Everybody's pissed off. Nothing's working for anybody. How could I want anything except to try and make some kind of difference, even just a little? But I can't do that without a microphone because apparently this is all I am, and and I was supposed to embrace uh, how and was supposed to be so embracing, brace it, right? Um, and then she, you know, quits yelling at him. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just having a hard time. You know, my girlfriend just broke up with me. I'm pretty sure she hates me and this and this and this. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I was about to take a lunch. You uh, like donuts? Yep. And, dude, this is this is though right here. He lies about the fucking donuts. Not really. Like, he takes it to a donut shop. It's not his. And there is a donut shape in there. Uh, that might be pushing it. That's pushing. I know. <laughs> It looks more like one of those little uh, one-wheeled things that the people write on, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, so he takes her to this this uh, shop that's being worked on. He's supposed to be there, like, helping. The, and the, she's the like, owner oh God, gave her the keys. Raped and murdered here, you yeah, know, right. or whatever. Uh, the owner gave him the keys to, because he's doing 
Renovations the favors, yeah. Or something, yeah. Uh, and in there is a radiant, a pink radiant. And so she basically goes up to it. Uh, and he's explaining, like, two nights ago it just appeared. Uh, then I saw you here right now. Well, not right now, because you're early. <laughs> uh, I had no idea who you were, but then you walked into my store this morning, and you started talking, and it made even less sense. I mean, no disrespect, Eva, but you're so young, and these things, we've seen how powerful they are. Referring to Radiant. Black, black and Red. Yeah. Um, the thing I, thing I got that I found funny is, I don't think she ever says her name ever to him. True. And he says it here. Which, again... It could be the we see he sees, see the future, or sees, it could be that you know she's a famous streamer, and you know like I doubt he saw that. He works in Best Buy. I mean, doesn't that mm, you know because know. I know what his past is. Okay, because we see that in the next volume. Gotcha. Insider information. I see this. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> You'll get there. Read the read the read the comics. Um, yeah, basically, he tells her to touch it, and she does. Are we going back to the uh, rape and murder thing here? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she starts portaling through... Everywhere, basically. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> Wendell, who is Radiant Yellow, he's suited up. And he's like, man, it took me... Uh, what did it say? Eight passes or something? Uh, something like you? that before, before I got to you. There's going to be all sorts of things you're going to be able to do. Things that you're going to be able to uh, change. Maybe even important things. He's like, so you know what's something that's important to you? She portals to her girlfriend's house. Yep. Shows up in the suit. And, like, she's just like, holy, what the fuck? You're like, no, hell no. Get the fuck out. She's like, this, I already had problems with you when you were streaming and I couldn't have you then. She's like, now you're going to be a superhero and a streamer. And you already stretched thin enough. This is just going to be worse. Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry, but we're done. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So Wendell meets back up with her. She's sitting on some rocks. Uh, overlooking a lake. Maybe the ocean. Who knows? Well, I'm pretty sure... No, it's Lake Michigan. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because she talks about... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gross. You know what that means? She's probably in Gary. Uh, Whiting? What does it say? Wit- it's at the very first page. Whiting. Ah. Whiting? W-H-I-T-I-N-G. So, I mean, honestly, it's probably up there somewhere. Yeah. Regardless, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, Although, I do have to say, I want to go to Gary to go through the abandoned buildings and stuff. Those did look cool. I think I'm going to stay away from Gary. I'm good. But Gary's your friend. Mm, is he? Yeah. He's a cute little doggo. Mm-hmm. Be a little shit early this morning. I mean, he's a dog. What do you expect? It's whatever. Did you find out where Gary is? I know where Gary's at. I'm, I'm sorry, it's fine. We're okay, with. so uh, Whiting is um, like right between Chicago and Gary, pretty much. Okay, so we probably passed through there when we went to Chicago. Close to it. Um, if you take, uh looks like if you take 90, you go through there. But we usually take 30. You're right, we did take 30. So we avoid it. We go around it. That's fair. Um, only because you know it's a fucking uh, 90s a toll road and nobody wants to fucking pay tolls. 
So that is the end of Volume 2. So let's go on to uh, Supermassive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this one, uh, written by Kyle Higgins, Ryan Parrott, and Matt Groom. Illustrated by Francesco Mana, with assistance by Melania Palladino. Um, got Simon R- uh, Simone, sorry, uh, Rogazzoni, Marcelio Costa, Abe, and Erica DeRusso. Uh, colors by Igor Monti, and leathers by Becca Carey. This is also published by Image, obviously, and. In 2022. So let's get started. Uh, we open up with the wilderness in Wisconsin. There you go. Uh, but we get this. This is Infernal Girl Red. She comes popping through. She's chasing a uh, this giant beast. This creature. It looks like some kind of two-headed dragon. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, I think it's a... Oh, yeah. It might be a chimera, because sometimes the head looks like a dog, so I don't know. Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah. The burning head looks like a dog, yeah. Yeah, and the other one looks kind of like a goat dragon yeah. thing. But she is, she's fighting this thing, and as she is, uh, she hits it and knocks it basically like flying, sends it like yeah. flying, flying. Uh we get some more of Jace and Riley. Jace is in the field. Riley's in wherever he's at. Uh, in their mobile unit there, you know. Yeah. And they're trying to, they found this, or uh, this interdimensional energy that is pinging some the, of their... It's, it's basically, they're like, hey, we can probably charge our gear off of this. We need to, you know, find the source. Yeah, that way we don't have to charge it off the radiance. Yeah. So we can stay under the radar. Um, so Jace is out there trying to find it, and... He comes across it, all right. And it kind of swallows him. Yeah. Not great. Uh, and then we're introduced to Rogue Son. Who apparently is a uh, well-known superhero. Out of New Orleans. Out of New Orleans. Who is a second-generation superhero with a Radiant. That's not Radiant. Oh, it's not? No. So, oh, so, okay, this makes more sense this, now. These are different powers. Gotcha. So Infernal Girl Red's power, when we get to Infernal Girl Red, the, the miniseries, we'll, we'll figure that one out. Gotcha. And when we get to Rogue Sun, you'll figure that one out. But they are not radiants. Okay, that makes so much more sense then. Um, but yeah, he's fighting this, this guy named uh, Karen, basically similar to... Chiron. Chiron. Well, no, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Similar to the, you know, whatever. He's trying to get these souls. Okay, off so he's 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 supposed to be the Greek, uh, farrier of the dead. Yeah, but he's dressed in Egyptian shit. <laughs> well, look, <laughs> and carrying um, battle Viking axes. battle axes. Not the smartest. Okay, because even he even says he's like. For last time, I'm Rogue Son, and this is Realms Off Limits. Uh, now I can either take it, you into custody or burn your face off with Hellfire. Which would you prefer? Because he's like, we've been doing this so many times. You know who my name is. What's my name, bitch? Oh. I'm um, going to spell it out for you. So after he takes Chiron in, 
Uh, he's, he's calling his girlfriend, wife, whatever, wife to get jiggy with wife. her. Um, it's like, why don't you find a babysitter for the kid, and I'm going to come uh, fill your loins up with some hellfire. Oh, wait. basically. And But as he's talking to her, he's like, oh, shit, I got to... I got the call's thing. coming again. I gotta go. And she's like, fine, whatever. Marcus, like, you gotta pay up for, for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you bet I will. Uh, same time, because this is all four hours prior to IGR showing up. Uh, Marshall is in... Marshall and Nathan and JJ are in uh, a theater. Not together, of course. but No, they're like rows apart, because JJ still isn't isn't too happy with Marshall. <laughs> uh, but but Marshall and Nathan are just like texting me the entire time. Now the movie says the movie thing Spider Man versus E. T. Phone Home. Yeah, I don't know if that's um I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's that. I, I think it was supposed to be two separate movies, yeah. but But I don't it, know a Spider Man verse movie though. Maybe it was gonna be something new that they were, you know. Maybe. But basically Nathan's asking Marshall about space and what it was like. And, um, as he, as Marshall is, is texting, the robot is talking, talking to Marshall and basically says, Hey, there's danger. There's inter- interdimensional unknown signature coming through. Um, this is an urgent matter. We gotta, you gotta take care of this. And so he leaves. And what's really funny though is, uh, JJ is like, where's he going? And Nathan's like, probably somewhere awesome. <laughs> Well, and we didn't bring it up too much, but like Nathan isn't jealous, but he's also like envious. Yeah, he's envious. Yeah, definitely envious. Um, we see Infernal Girl Red running through the forest. Sorry, uh, and then Rogue Sun shows up. Basically, it's like saying, "Hey, GTFO, what what the hell are you doing? Like, I could take you in." What What was the uh, the Mando thing. I could take you in warm or I could take you in cold. Yeah. Basically that. He's like, look, give up now so we don't have to have They're a long, drawn out with fight. <laughs> and she's like, oh, hey. So no, that's I'm, fine. Yeah, I'm a superhero like, I'm also. I'm not from here. Like, I, I'm my, just coming to clean up my trash. Yeah, there's a creature that I'm chasing came through here. I'm going to get that and then go. And he's like, no, I'm going to take care of it. You just need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And she's like, look, I'll leave as soon as I take care of my problem that I brought here because it's my, my responsibility. I like this. Okay, I'm out. I don't have time to deal with your with my responsibilities and massage your ego, which is, like, perfect. Um, and that's when, you know, Radiant Black shows up, and he's like, all right, you two. Nobody told me we were having a crossover, and, you know, I have to show up late. What the hell, guys? <laughs> but he does mention, it's like, hey, you're, you know, you're Rogue Son. You're awesome. Can I get a couple tips? Because you've been doing this a lot longer than me. Um, it, it is what it is. And he's like, it's just a, it's not the pissing match of everything, but Infernal Girl Red was right with, with. Uh, oh yeah, he's got a huge ego. ego. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. And so Marshall's like, hey, so I'm Marshall. I'm also known as Radiant Black. Up to Infernal Girl Red's like, who are you? And she's like, not that it matters since I'm not going to be here. This is my realm. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, Cassia Costa. Yep. It's from over red. And like we. Uh, I, I love her uh, birthmark. Yeah. Cassia is, is really cool. Really cool. I can't wait for you to read the phone girl red book. But anywho, they're like, hey, uh, so anyways, we were chasing this monster. 
which <clears throat> then they hear a sound and up walks Jace looking a little green. Uh, and Marshall's like, oh man, this one of my guys. Sorry about that. It's like they're tech thieves. So it's, I'll take care of them yeah. real quick. But the, the monster. Well, he tries, well, he tries telling him first off, he's like, oh, uh, by the way, you know, and they're like, no, 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 we'll take care of this. Don't worry about it. And he's like, I just told you their tech vam, the techs, their tech vampires are powers. Yeah. And they fly in there and. Yeah. As, as Jace is being like absorbed by this creature and being turned into this giant monster. It's also absorbing his pack that he had on him. That was yep. what you know absorbed their powers. Yep. And once the powers like blow up, I think Rogue Sun like fires the Hellfire at him and it causes a reaction. And they all start seeing some future Futures. visions. Um, this one being the world is on fire, burning, uh, while there's a bunch of giant catalyst robots. robots. Uh huh. Oh. And, and possibly a radiant standing there. Yeah, exciting. And then in front of a girl red, she is she sees Cassia sees uh, somebody being chased by a bunch of these weird monsters, and they get burned away as she is standing there with two, two other, other of her type of characters. Powers. Yeah, yeah. And then Marshall, Marcus, Rogue Red, Marcus. Thank you. Um, Rogue Son sees his grave with uh, some, you know, people standing around it. And then there's Rogue Son in the back who takes off the helmet and it's got a scar across the eye. So I got to double check that because I think I know who that is. Um, yeah. So it's getting kind of getting kind of deep weird. there. But yeah, they are now powerless. Uh, they try to use their powers, try to power up. Yep, he's like, it's morphin' time! No, wait. <laughs> sort of. I mean, that's that's what it looks like right there. Yeah. Oh, that, that's the point. Especially uh, Infernal Girl. Yeah, it's the point. <laughs> like, it, it looks... It's, it, yep. Uh, but yeah, so they're powerless. They basically now have to start traveling to chase down the monster. Yeah. Uh, and as they're doing that, they're bonding. Sort of. Sort of. Um... I do love how, how uh, Cassia and Marshall then. Uh, yeah, Marcus is just like, "Fuck off! I don't give a shit." But like Cassia's like, "Can I drive? I don't. Ha- but I don't really have a license here." And Marshall's just like, eh, "It's no big deal." Like, and then well, are you, like, yeah, you going to pay it's, it's the into the dimensional like fee for that? Like, who cares? Um, and she's like, "Yeah, this is really boring. This, this is whatever." But we didn't get Marshall and Marcus talking. And this is where Marshall or Marcus says something about, like, I'm not that much older than you, um, which I don't, I would assume he's in his 30s, like our age. Well, I think he's probably, Marcus is probably in his early 40s. Oh, you think so? Because he says he's. I guess that'd still be kind of our age. <laughs> that's my age now. Exactly. Yeah, fuck off. Because <laughs> um, Marcus does say that he's had two wives. Like, yeah. He's been married before. But I mean, if you look at, like, certain people that we know. Um, sure, yes. <laughs> but I also know, because I've read the book, the age, like how old he kind of gotcha. is. Gotcha. So then he's a lot older than... Uh... He's in his 40s. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So he's got at least, what? Probably about five to seven years, on, years on him. 
No. We already established that uh, Marshall is in his late 20s. Do we say 20s? Uh-huh. We did say 20s because they would have been like 15. Uh-huh. Because okay. they would have been like uh, 13 when the movie was coming out or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he's, yeah, about, maybe he is in his late 30s then. That's what I thought. Like, he was around our age. Okay. My age. I'm sorry. My age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. You'll get 40 soon. <sighs> Not for another year and a little bit. It's still soonish. <laughs> Not if I never make it there. What? Ooh, wait a minute. <laughs> Got dark real quick. Um, but basically, he's just like, Marshall's asking him, does it get any easier? Like, I've been doing this for a bit now, and it just it just seems... You don't even understand, kid. My dad used to beat my mom wearing his costume, and he was a son of a bitch, but everybody loved him. He's like, oh, we're talking about deadbeat parents? I, I can match you there. Would you like to see the cigarette scars? Yeah. You mean, um, you mean there was some other place to put them out? Goddamn. Um, so they end up getting in like somewhere in North Dakota. They're finally caught up with the Jace monster. So they're like, okay, so we found him. What's our plan? And uh, what's his face? Like, oh, I guess just beat the shit out of him. Yeah, what's, what's Marshall say here? Um, so... Oh, if we can disconnect the energy storage device from the monster, it probably won't be able to sustain itself. It'll go down, and then we can figure out how to get our powers out after that. And Marcus is like, supposing if and probably aren't good foundations for a plan, are they? And he's like, well, do you have a better plan? He's like, nope, let's do it. <laughs> then suppose if is a go. Yeah. And they do. Like, they they kind of, like, trick him into a direction. Mar- Misdirection. Does this, yeah. Marcus goes this way, Marshall goes that way, Cassia jumps on top, and pulls the wires down to, I guess, gets him knocked out for a second, and then she bursts open one of the containers, which has a bit of a... Yeah, adverse effect on everything. A little bit, like the the monster gets like doubled in size, (laughs) but... But they get their powers back. They get their powers back. And I love this... The, the, the oh the split page. dude this right here yeah this was badass like I would love to have that as a poster yeah definitely I'm surprised they don't have it as a poster I'm sure they do I just don't feel like I also just don't feel like ruining my copy of uh yeah that's what I'm saying like that's why they need to have a, they, I'm sure they have an actual poster of it somewhere no right, I don't feel bad about ruining it no. yeah thanks <laughs> I mean I do have another copy but that's not the point but yeah no the page of all of them just standing there powered up. Looks amazing. Um, and they they basically just wipe the floor with the monster. Um, well, they, well they, sort start, of, they, they start to wipe the yeah. floor with the monster. And then they realize they're not doing any damage to it. And then Marshall's like, wait a second. Let me pull out my Megazord. I mean, this robot from then my chest. We get very Power Rangers y here where the robot comes out and. Rita made the monster grow, so they have to respond with the robots. And. <laughs> Which like the monst- like the robot throws a punch, but the monster just like starts to sort of absorb the robot. And Marshall's like, "Hey, uh, why don't I've- you guys lend me your powers real quick?" Yeah, I've got an idea. Why don't you guys like give me power because then I can give the robot power, and then we can finish this. And yeah, it just utterly destroys the little thing. Yep. And uh, they're like, "Oh, hey, well that was fun. All right, well." Time to go. <laughs> yeah, so Cassia goes back to her her universe. Um, Marcus goes back to New Orleans. 
Yep. And then, yeah, then we get... Oh, we, we get the sage advice from uh, Marcus. Only trust yourself and only yourself. Nobody else is trustworthy. And yeah, I like how Marshall's like, hey, I really should have asked Cassia for her for advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then Mark uh, uh, Marshall passes out in some random barn somewhere. and uh, Marcus is kind enough to put a blanket over him. Yeah, it's so cute. Yeah. But then at the very end, we get like an epilogue of um, one of the, one of these like alien ghost Adorable little things. critter things. Yeah. Oh, you know, gets just stepped on by a robot. Uh, and then this is, this is dead lucky. And she is like, well, damn, I'm late to the party. Yeah, maybe next time. <laughs> um, uh, this is the point where I will say uh, I have had, I have talked to Melissa Flores, the writer of Dead Lucky. If you guys go over to A Walk to the Multiverse, would have been about a year ago. Um, I had her on to to talk about the the character of Dead Lucky because at the time issue one was coming out. So go check that one out over on, like I said, A Walk to the Multiverse, which is part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network. And I will also promote. I promoted the Radiant Black podcast guys, so I'll promote them again. But I'll also promote the uh, World's Finest True Believers with Chris. Uh, he had Clay on. This would have been a year ago. And they had all the writers on of Massive Verse at the time. Oh, that's awesome. Talking about Supermassive, this this volume, we, or this one shot we just covered. And then earlier this year, I joined both of them again. They had all the writers, Melissa included this time. For Supermassive 2023. Nice. And we got to talk to all of them, and that was a really good, really fun interview. That's awesome. Um, so that's also over on the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network. Uh, I love this universe. Oh, absolutely. They're fantastic. They are very enthralling. Yeah. Like you, I like I said, I didn't even take notes because I was I started reading it. I took one line of notes, and then I was reading it, and then I realized that I was you know done reading it. I'm like, well, I'm not going back <laughs> to write notes. See, I, I read it first and then i go back it was like all right this was important this was important right then write notes that way see i usually take my notes as i'm reading it so i don't have to go back through the i see i don't mind going back through well yeah but i mean you know lately what we've been taking notes on has been you know like terrible stuff so that we can actually remember yeah exactly um but no this was a great great series uh i don't know when we're gonna get back to this hopefully not too long but that's what i've been saying about all the stuff and we've got a giant list of (laughs) <laughs> of books to go over so i don't know like so what you're saying is we need to start finding things that are done and then crushing them and then you know yes and no because i know we're going to be hitting up invincible next yeah and that's going to take a long time to i get mean that's like those. 140 some issues 100 and it's it's what i think it's, it's like about 36 um it was 36 i thought it was 26 i've got the big versions yeah that's what i'm saying and they they have yeah there's 12 of those and there's three of the um uh trades in those right uh i think it's actually two uh, the first volume is three because the first two volumes the first two trades were like four issues each Mm -hmm. and then the third trade i think was five and then they start going to i think six and six and six i I don't remember but the first block of that is 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 uh three volumes in the first one 
I don't remember anything after that. I, we'll get into it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, there are there. I mean, what's the other one? Um, once and once and always. What's future? What's uh, once future? future. Um, that one. That's done. I mean, so is the boys. The boys is done. Uh, I'm just waiting on the the deluxe edition of Once and Future, <laughs> and we're slowly making our way through boys. Yeah, that's true. We're up to what four now? I think we're on like five or six, maybe seven. I don't remember. I, I'd have to double check. But yeah, like we're we're slowly making our way through. Um, you know, if we were, if we if we put these out weekly, it'd be a different matter. But we don't, because that's a lot of work. No shit. You know, now Eva was burnt out. That admit I'd get burnt out. Yeah, same. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't do much for this, but I've got this. I've but, got D and D that I write. Yeah, I've got Pod uh, uh, Pathfinder that I write. Because uh, at least with with this between splitting between comics and movies for rundown reviews, like I like that the back and forth because yeah. we, we get a break. Yes, you know, and then you know over with the rundown reviews we get Chuck who just you know yells the entire time, <laughs> which is always fun. And it doesn't even matter if he likes the movie or not; he's either happy yelling or angry yelling. Exactly, it's, great. it's wonderful. Uh, so that being said, uh, go over to the. Nope, that's not Geekverse. We are <laughs> on Professional Casual. There you That's go. my problem, having two different networks. i got to no remember shit. what to promote. Uh, professional Casual Network. If I'm sitting over here, you know, Professional Casual. Yeah, but sometimes we're on here for Professional Casual. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that what I said? You said if you're sitting over there. Oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> God, I'm tired. <laughs> So, anyways, um, we've got uh, merch over at T Bubble and Red Public. Yep, sure, go with that. T Public and Red Bubble. Whatever. Uh, Red Public. And, oh, <laughs> anyways, um, we've got um, the our theme song was done by is this one Cameron Joe Cam or Joe, Joe uh, one half formerly one half the Sex Turtles formerly of Wreck My Podcast. Um, go listen to the Professional Casual Network. Um, we're on there. You can be a uh, booker, which is our tier, for $3 and one penny, mm-hmm. which makes you better than Big Chuckers, so you should do that anyways. Um, I don't even know if they still have Big Chucker tier. Uh, I, I don't. I think so, because I just up, re-upped it. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I pay by the, by the year, and it just came up, came due, like, last month, I believe. Gotcha. Um, which I really should up that to, to my own. That extra it, penny? Yeah. <laughs> um, Whatever. Yeah. I, I'm at the $10 tier, so because I want the um, yeah, extra which, content. Yeah, which is fair. Anyways, so yeah, but if you uh, pay $10, well, so for as little as $1 a month, you can get access to the Discord and um, everything that we do on there, which uh, isn't always a lot for us, but there's always something going on Always there. something going on. Uh, often a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, they do Twitch streaming. They've got a bunch of good shows on there. There's usually uh, something happening every literally day. every day. Yeah, but go check it out. And uh, like I said, you know, as little as one dollar. But uh, you can go up to. I think Tim said he made some kind of ridiculous tier that was like fifty thousand dollars a year or something. Jesus. Okay. He it, it literally says, "Do not buy this. It's not worth it." <laughs> I think that's what the tier is called. I was listening to him talk about it a couple weeks ago on one of the shows. But uh, um, but yeah, no. I mean, uh, for five dollars a month, you get uh, access to everything a week early. And then for ten dollars a month, you get access to um, the two uh, Wednesday shows, which is the Slithering and Settling the Southlands. 
and it's just homebrewed. Um, one's homebrewed uh, Pathfinder 2E, and the other one's homebrew uh, for 4th edition. Okay. Yeah, there's stuff on there. All right. So, thank you all for listening. Oh, um, we're on Twitter at Comic Rundown, Instagram Comic Book Rundown, on Threads now. Ooh, yeah. fancy. Comic, comic Book Rundown. Comic Book Rundown dot threads dot net. Yeah, but yeah. you can just find us on Threads yeah. at Comic Book Rundown probably. Um, well, I actually, yeah, it's Comic Book Rundown. The, the name is, I actually put my name on it because now I'm just, I'm decided that my Instagram and I guess threads is going to be both for comic rundown and a walk through the multiverse. Nice. So, um, and then you can email us at comic book rundown at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice. And, uh, if you leave us a review, we will read it. And if you leave us a review with a specific accent, we will read it in that accent. Yeah. And by we, I mean me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you, on Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.